Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza tour. If you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter, at VEASAN Live is where you can find the show. At Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also, use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, We'll discuss it here on the program. Coming up, all eyes, you know it, on Tampa, Florida for Monday Night Football Super Wild Card Edition between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But first, West, is there a live bet that we can make right now? Cowboys up 6 nothing near midfield early second quarter. Uh, nothing for me at the moment. Of course, uh, Dallas gets the ball back with that uh, Tom Brady interception that happened uh, mm-hmm. in the end zone and breaks between shows as uh, the score bug once played the sound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, that's copyright. But anywho, uh, yeah, uh, uh, nothing yet for me uh, on, on this one here. Uh, uh, Dallas, of course, gets the first touchdown to Schultz. Uh, stats pretty even. Not a lot of offense, really, to speak of. Only 4.4 a play for Dallas and only 3.6 a play for Tampa Bay. Dallas run the ball a little bit better than Tampa Bay, but mm-hmm. not much. Neither team has been able to run the ball, and I didn't think that they would tonight. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a night where the, the fronts are giving up much. Both of these defenses, I mean, you mentioned the start of this game. 
We got two three and outs for both teams there. The defenses have been flying around the field. Offenses starting to find a little bit of their footing. But before we get into much of the live bidding aspects of the game, what were some of your keys entering tonight? Yeah, when I was uh, kind of looking at this game, uh, you know, a few. One was on the uh, the Dallas defensive side, and I did uh, Dallas lowercase d ever <laughs> since I was a lowercase g, but now I'm a big g, as uh, Montel <laughs> Jordan says. Uh, Dallas second on the season for defensive DVOA, by the way, but if you look at the last five weeks, they're just 18th, so you know, one of the lower end ones in the playoffs. So going to see if they could get it turned around so far, at least so good with the one turnover forced. And then just what the doctor ordered Tampa Bay. I think one of the storylines coming into this game was they've been healthy as they've been all year. Ryan Jensen back, uh, Mike Edwards back, mm-hmm. Carlton Davis back, uh, Donovan Smith, Vita Vea, all were cleared to go tonight. So don't nobody's injury free this time of year, of course, in the playoffs, but relatively injury free are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, oh, get uh, busy. Yeah, they are. They've got a oh, big get busy on the field. That's first and goal to uh, Jake Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson uh, gets him down there. Nice little bootleg action in Tampa Bay. Absolutely went for it. So Dallas going to have first and goal here. Uh, see if I can get you a live line. See, live line, Dallas laying eight and a half total, still at 40 and yep, a half. Yep, uh, a drive result now, minus 310 for the touchdown. And then a couple quick keys. Uh, I mentioned the upfront battle. I talk about neither team being able to run the ball. Tampa hadn't run it all year on anybody, so I wouldn't expect it now. 30th and rush offense. But with uh, Akeem Hicks and Vita Vea together, Tampa Bay 6-1 and one on the year, giving up only 15 points a game, 3.9 on the yards per carry, 2-7 and seven without, but uh, almost gave up a touchdown there. But Tony Pollard's going to be down to the 2-7 two, two and seven without those two playing together. 25 points a game, they've given up 4.8 yards a carry. And then uh, uh, Yak Prescott, which he kind of <laughs> has been for the past several weeks. By the way, that run going to be called back for a hold. He's thrown an interception in each of the last seven games, but it wasn't Dak that threw the first pick tonight. It was TB12. Which is really the crazy part about this whole Dak Prescott interception thing that's been going on is because traditionally he's been safe with the football. Right. And you look at his numbers year over year, he's never really high up there in interceptions, but for some reason this year, and some of it is balls bouncing off of receivers' hands and all this stuff, but also uh, he's been a little bit careless with the ball, so I think that is definitely something to keep in mind. Uh, my live betting keys was early down success rate, like just like early down success. Who can win on first and second down in both of these offenses? Because we've seen at times with Tampa kind of running the mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette into the line of scrimmage on those early downs, often in early in games when it's not a, uh, a, hey, we're down by multiple scores type of situation. Also, Dallas as well. Can you stay out of third and nine, third and ten against a pretty good front in the Buccaneers? So early down success I thought was going to be key to see which offense can sustain drives. Also, Dak to the basics, right along with what you had to say there about Dak Prescott and protecting the football. Can the Cowboys get under center and actually give him some easier reads and not have everything be so complex? as uh, the run on first and goal goes right down to the six or seven yard line, it appears. And then my final key, Wes, Tom Terrific in the clutch. There's no better quarterback in the history of the sport than Tom Brady in general, but then also in clutch moments like the fourth quarter. We were here five, six weeks ago, the night they beat the New Orleans Saints when they were down 16-3. Looked like they were on the ropes of losing that game. He comes back with two stellar touchdown drives. If it gets to that point and Dallas were to get a lead, let's say, double-digit lead in the third quarter, is that a time to get in on Tampa knowing what we know about Brady's history? That's kind of, you know, the pattern that it's been all year. It's like this is just setting up for the storybook finish because the winner we know going to San Francisco, of course, Tom Brady, a Bay Area Mm -hmm. guy. 
you know, would be would be going back home to uh, keep his potential career alive. I know he hasn't really said whether he's been noncommittal if he's coming back or not. We kind of we kind of expect <laughs> we kind of expect it. But you were talking about taking a double digit lead in the third quarter. They may take one in the second here. It is going to be third and goal though for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, number one in the NFL in terms of scoring touchdowns on red zone drives. Is this four down territory? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to have to be we're, we're about to find Zeke out. absolutely stoned at the line of scrimmage and, there. And that's what I've been talking about with this Tampa front. And I was watching the game in the behind the glass there with our guys in the control room. And I was like, you got to get to the perimeter in the run game against Tampa. Because with Vea and Hicks, you mentioned it, 6-1 and one when those guys are in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Those guys are massive, and they're yeah. athletic. And they get, like, look what they did in that in the center of that offensive make, line. Make the linebackers make a play. And yeah. Tamp- Tampa's not bad at linebacker, but still, you got to make, uh, make a play here. And this is a 14-play, 79-yard drive, 8.5 on the clock. Mike McCarthy, no doubt about it, he is going to go for it here. And I don't know what, how you run the ball right. Oh, oh, beautiful play call. Run in. A that, naked boot for well, Dak Prescott. I, I, I never, it never ceases to amaze me why teams don't do that more often. Yeah. When you've got a mobile quarterback, and, and he, had a, he had a tight end to throw to as well, who just was like, you nah, know, I'm just going to go ahead and take it in myself. So, a uh, really good play call there by Kellen Moore. Mike McCarthy makes the right decision. Now, 12 to nothing. Dallas would, would, wouldn't expect them to go for two here. Feels early. Yeah, necessarily to go ahead and, and chase the uh, missed extra point from earlier. So, yeah, they're going to send uh, the kicker back well, out there. Let's hope Maher can make this one. He missed the first extra point. Um, we'll see if he's this one's an adventure as well as he misses it the is, second one. It is an adventure. All right, so Maher apparently has the yips. I Bre- guess. Brett Maher not working, might want to try Bill Maher uh, if, <laughs> if they can. So 12 to nothing. So that's about the only good thing, really, though, right now for Tampa Bay is uh, uh, Dallas. A nice drive there. Dallas absolutely taking control of this game. The naked bootleg works every single time. I don't know why teams don't run it anymore. But Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore were smart enough to do so. So now 12 nothing Dallas and uh, waiting for a line to get yeah, priced back the, up. There was no line that was populated right now. Okay, yeah, maybe the extra point kind of threw it off. So we'll have it probably in a minute by the end of the segment at least. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the DraftKings traders were expecting uh, Brett Maher to correct his wrongs. <laughs> and apparently Brett Maher had other ideas. Also, as I have to uh, reauthenticate my uh, computer here, because uh, that's what one has to do when they uh, get up early in the morning and start working. But uh, any, just based on what we've seen, though, from this Dallas offense, I think Dallas can move the football if they stick to kind of the plus EV kind of play calling, mm-hmm. where it's like the runs to the perimeter, or the play action. And it's like the throws that are a little bit more down the field. Because Tampa, I mean, we've seen teams move the ball on this Tampa defense. Carolina was giving the the, the Buccaneers all yeah. they could handle in that game a couple weeks ago in week 17. But when the Cowboys go to that, all right, let's run Zeke up the middle, that's when it gets a little bit problematic there. But I think Dallas and I think both of these offenses have kind of settled in there. I thought the Bucs on that pre- previous drive yeah. really started to settle in and move the football down the field. They did. And then uh, Brady threw the interception in the end zone. But, you know, finally finding – Evans, he's got a couple catches. Godwin's got four catches already on four targets. So, you know, as long as they're giving him time and he has yet to be sacked on the evening. So before we end the, the segment here, we forgot to even get into what we were sweating because we got so into the game right now. Uh, what are you on tonight? 
Uh, second leg of a teaser. I have Tampa Bay teased up to eight and a half uh, with the Giants yesterday. So right now down 12 nothing. Only took one prop tonight, and that was Cade Otten, who mm-hmm. I know has got, you know, gone under what, what his yardage was tonight, 23 and a half uh, the last four games. But I thought this was by low. You know, hit the tight ends over the middle. If 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 the Dallas uh, corners were able to take away the receivers, that he was going to have a chance to get the ball. Even though he tried to throw that cross to the end zone to Cameron Braid yeah. instead of uh, to Kate Otten, but I think he's kind of trusting him a little bit more. We shall see. So far, no catches. For me, it's just the my final play of Super Wildcard Weekend. I laid the two and a half with Dallas. This ended up closing two and a half in the market, pretty much across the board. Uh, DraftKings closed three, but that was minus 120 if you wanted to take it with the Bucks, Even money with the Cowboys here. Um, off to the 12-0 start, but still a lot of football left to be played. So that's what I'll be sweating out. Also, just the natural sweat of being a Dallas Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is I think is the bigger sweat than the actual money that's on the yeah, line. So, see, so see, you're not you're you're telling our audience that you're not that confident right now. I mean, I'm. Not, how could you be? You're going up against the greatest quarterback it's of like, all time. It's like what? I mean, it's it's only it's just a 30 year bad luck streak of Cowboys not yeah. winning road games in the playoffs. Exactly. Last road victory for the Cowboys. Uh, the quarterback is now calling the game. Troy yes, he Aiken. is. <laughs> 1992 NFC Championship game before they won their first Super Bowl under so, Jimmy Johnson. So I, I, you're not the only Cowboy <laughs> fan I follow on Twitter. I just saw this tweeted into my timeline. <laughs> what happens first? Diggs makes a tackle or Maher makes an extra point? I mean, we're still waiting for the first of both. We are. Come on, Diggs. Shape it up out there. Or at least get a pick and make up for it. That'll be nice as well. But uh, this, this sweat... oftentimes during the regular season, I don't really sweat Cowboys games that much because, Mm -hmm. you know, I bet on them, I bet against them, but it just so happens in this game, I thought the value was on Dallas, and now I'm also a fan, and it's the playoffs. There's nothing like a playoff sweat. It's going to be a hell of a night here. We're just getting warmed up on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Come on back with us more from Cowboys and the Bucks. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. 
With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VSN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here, taking in Monday Night Football as we wrap up Super Wild Card Week in the National Football League. Seven teams are already into the divisional round. We'll find out who that eighth and final team is tonight between the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cowboys just forced a Tampa Bay punt. It was about fourth and three and a half yeah. or so near midfield. And uh, you said right, right yeah, before we got on there. You, you give credit to the defense, but Todd Bowles was probably like minus 25,000 to punt there. Of course he wasn't going for it. I, you know, because I, we I was saying during break, I was like, go, go. It's fourth and three, by the way, from their own 47. Mm-hmm. So, you know. You got Tom Brady as your quarterback. I mean, guy's probably going to get a couple calls, you know, in what could be the last game of his careers, even though Craig Rolstad, this crew, by the way, is like called the third least penalties of any crew in the league. Nice. We like so that. So we, we do like this. I mean, not quite the GOAT, Bill Vinovich, who, by the way, will be on the uh, game in San Francisco next Sunday mm. night. That's what you want. You want a guy that's not going to call penalties in like the biggest primetime game. What will be the biggest rating game, I think, of the weekend yeah. of the four. But yeah, T- uh, Tampa likes to punt, and uh, Dallas will get it first and ten from the nine. I didn't. I didn't really like that decision. I think, you know, I don't think it's that desperate on a fourth and three. No, at it, the forty-seven. I know people are going to say, "Oh, it's so early. It's so early." You need you need a kick in the butt. You need something. And now Dallas nine and a half point favorite, thirty-eight and a half on the total. Yeah, I, I thought that. My thought process with decisions like that is always like, what do you? What does the other team not want you to do? Mm-hmm. And as somebody who's a Cowboys backer, I wanted them to punt. So like, conversely, that should mean that we should be going for this. If you're Tampa Bay, um, I, I'm not sure as to why they didn't go for. Well, I, I know why they didn't go for it because Todd Bowles is their head coach. But um, I guess that's just what the Bucks have been yeah, doing dude, all dude, throughout. It's like this is your second time around, yeah. man. You got to hope that you learn something. And you know. I, I kept saying that, and, 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 you know, this was something that I brought up and I tweeted uh, over the weekend, you know, why, why we're always saying to go for it, that it's not just the quote-unquote analytics. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that every rule in the National Football League virtually now favors the offense. Yeah. You got to go for it. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you have to because of the way the game is called. We saw that roughing the passer in the Giants game late yeah. against Minnesota, which was an absolutely deplorable call that could have cost the Giants. Oh, can you imagine if that cost them the game? I, I mean, you know, so you're going to get these calls, and it's like, guys, you got to – you know, you got you got to take a little bit more risk. And that's why, you know, when you look at the coaching carousel right now, unless you're an elite defensive coordinator, unless you're maybe like a D'Amico Ryans mm -hmm. that, you know, is kind of in his bag right now at the number one defense in the NFL per DVOA. You're going to get interviews, but you're not going to get the job over offensive guys. And I just when watching Brian Dable yesterday, I was like, yeah. They're, everybody's going to look for the next Brian Dable. That's the that's the thing. That's what they're looking for. This is not 1983. This is not 1993. We're the in vogue defensive coordinator. We're the Dungies and the Ray Rhodeses of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, got all these got all these gigs. It's an offensive league now, guys. For what what four of the five games you've had to score like 30 points. I think just to win. All five games have gone over. Yes. In the Super Wild Card weekend. I mean, that's I don't think many people expected that playoffs you think that the familiarity these teams are going to go under as Dak Prescott hits Dalton Schultz there for a first down near the 40 yard line so the Cowboys moving in here as we're about 15 seconds away from the two minute warning I'm curious to see how the Cowboys play this drive and I think we've already gotten a hint as to how they will do that because Tampa's going to get the ball to start the third quarter Cowboys mm -hmm. receive the opening kickoff so I'm Dallas I'm assuming is trying to tack on at, I mean it's not safe to tackle on a field goal with what Brett Maher is doing, but the, I'm sure they're looking to get some points on the board at least before they have to give the ball back to the Bucs. And I, and I got to say, like, let's say you go up 19 to nothing here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that's insurmountable based on what we have seen this weekend, of course, with the uh, game on Saturday night with the Chargers and the Jaguars. It was what, 27 nothing? Yeah. But, 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 you know, even though Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, he's still 45 years old, and this Bucks offense just doesn't seem to have the juice that that Jaguars offense did. So I don't want to call it over, but it's damn close if they get to 19 and nothing. Oh, see, because I'm a tortured Cowboys fan who has not seen playoff success for the last 25-plus years, I don't think you can say that it's over just because, you're, A, you're the, like, bite your tongue. <laughs> yeah, the guy on the other sideline has uh, erased a 25-point deficit in the Super Bowl. And last year, while mm -hmm. they did lose the game to the Rams, he erased a 24-point deficit against the Los Angeles yes. Rams. So I, I'm not putting any sort of dirt on Brady at, by, at, by any stretch of the I said it seemed yeah. <laughs> insurmountable, not that it was insurmountable. But I'm like, there's a lot of football left to be played. I've seen that dude's I'm movies just, before. <laughs> I'm just still spitting fire over that decision to punt. I, I it wasn't good. What, what are you doing? Because the Cowboys damn near have the ball about near where you punted the football. So I, I uh, just, it's, I, I don't, I don't believe it. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But hey, stick with us. So we are at the two warning. Make sure you hang out with us in the next segment. I believe is when we'll get to halftime because halftime being game time here on Veasan Live Bet tonight. As we try to find a second half bet, we'll also put up the second half poll on Twitter to find out what America's second half play of the evening is. You'll have your options, the four options, side or the total. And then we will have that on Twitter at Veasan Live is where you can check that out. But right now in the market over at DraftKings, Cowboys ten and a half point favorites, total thirty seven and a half. And to me, I almost think that the Bucks getting down leans to an over because I think that's when they well, kind of let Brady break out the Brady play. I'm trying, and I'm going to try to look this up very quickly. I want to see what the live uh, passing attempts because I was kind of mm -hmm. kicking myself for not betting the Tom Brady over passing attempts. Yep. And I believe yeah. that was what, 42, 42 and, a half? and a half. The live number, by the way, which you can bet at DraftKings, they do have live props 
46 and a half minus a dollar 30. Okay. So that could be a way to play this because I, I, if you get down three scores, I just don't know how much you can run the ball. No, I think you, you got to throw. Even, I mean, you're going to, you can run the ball like through little passes in the flat, mm-hmm. you know, to Rashad White and then see if he can make a move or, or something like that. I mean, because he's really their best receiver out of the backfield, you know, quick passes to the tight end, quick little screens like Dallas just tried to run there. Play looked like it was dead, but CD Lamb puts his head down and gets about five yards. Yeah, so uh, we're inside two minutes here. Cowboys have two timeouts. Tampa still has all three. So uh, a big sequence is Tampa does take that first time out there to try to stop the clock, leave a little bit of time for Tom Brady. If Dallas punts on this possession, you'd think that Tampa would have to go the length of the field to try mm-hmm. to get uh, a touchdown or at least to go into field goal range, having to go 60-plus yards. Uh, from a prop standpoint, as they take a break out there in, uh, on the broadcast, the most bet anytime TD scores, Zeke Elliott was number one. Mike Evans was number two at plus 150. CD Lamb number three at plus 140. Schultz, that cash, the fourth most bet on anytime TD proper red DraftKings was plus 220. Schultz also cashing on the first TD score. Congratulations to the folks that went ahead and bet that. Leonard Fournette was number five at plus 130. But when you look at the player props, the non-TD player props, Four of them were involving Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the first surprise, three, surprise, surprise, right? surprise, the greatest quarterback of all time. The first three were all overs, over one and a half passing tees. That seems to always be the popular prop uh, when you have a primetime game. Over half a rushing yard, I thought was interesting at plus 165. Mm-hmm. Then over 42 and a half passing attempts, which you were just talking about there with the attempts. And then number four was under one and a half passing TDs at plus 110. Yeah, right now, uh, and I think it's live at DraftKings, the over one and a half plus 190 minus 245 if you want to go under that one and a half. Uh, uh, Dak right now over one and a half minus a dollar 35 under one and a half plus a dollar five. That's gray though right now. So I think mm-hmm. that's got to change. Of course, Dak already does have one. Dak at 256 and a half in play on his yards uh you also have alternate yards like alternate passing yards for tom brady 250 plus minus a dollar 25 200 plus minus 650 and then you get to the 300 and then you're getting the plus money 300 plus yards plus 295 got a ways to go before he gets that one do you think everyone is gearing up for tampa second half bets i do i do uh look i I mean i just played the numbers uh you know I almost was tempted to try to middle this, actually, and uh, hopefully I don't regret it. But, you know, maybe play a little Dallas money line and then have Tampa plus eight and a half. I know some people that did that, some sharp <laughs> betters that I respect. Because, look, it's a big gap. And I, I've done that before with some pretty good success for the most part. You know, when you're, ba- you're just basically banking on a one-score game when you tease that dog up through the three and the seven on the long teaser. Yep. And then you take the other side on the money line. Yeah, I, I think just based on what we've seen with Tampa, I mean, it was the Rams game, it was the Saints game. I think there was another one in there as well where Tom Brady came back and, and had that comeback effort. Tampa's second half, I think, is going to be very, very in vogue here. Uh, but right now it's 154 left to go. Still got a little bit of time until halftime, but the Bucks do receive that second-half kickoff. So uh, a good chance for them to get back into the football game pending what happens here near the end of the half. Uh, big sequence, though. Uh, Prescott under a little bit of pressure there. I don't know. Was he down? I think he might Yeah, have... they're going to have to maybe take a look yeah. at that. I think that was – was that Levante David in there on the pressure? That was pretty close. Or Nunez. Uh, oh, yeah. Nunez Roches, yes. I believe, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. So it's going to bring up third and six, 150 to go. 
Bucks still with two timeouts. Looks like Jason Peters a little bit hobbled for the Cowboys. Uh, we will see how the first half concludes when we return on the other side. It's VSIN live bet tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abemafe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football playoffs are heating up with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all things this playoff season. Celebrate this weekend with our divisional round parlay insurance. Then extend the fun throughout the rest of the playoffs with our playoffs first TD insurance. Log on to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las <laughs> Vegas. Uh, guess what just happened? Uh, Dak Prescott hit Dalton Schultz for another touchdown. And then Brett Maher just missed a third extra point. Yes. So it's 18 nothing Cowboys. Real time with Brett Maher. I mean, and we're seeing it in real time that, that he just ain't got it tonight. I was I was going to say when we were coming back in, you can barely contain your glee with what you are seeing out here as uh, as Todd Bowles puts the defense back on the yeah, field. Re really good move. 90, 91 yards. Uh, yeah, Dak Prescott. Uh, not happy with the kicker. Is he is he ready to call him the uh, the idiot kicker? I mean, like Peyton Manning did with Mike Vanderjet. I think we're I think we're past that moment. I mean, it, it should be twenty one nothing, and it's eighteen nothing, because the the kicker Maher, who's actually been good yes. this season, for some reason now yes. has gotten the yips. He missed the first two, pushed those wide right, and then he just hooked this one left, overcompensating for his mistakes on the prior two extra points. Ah man, that's brutal. I, I, We'll see if that comes back and haunts the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. But if you're Tampa, it, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if it's a small psychological win for man. you, but, man. They, they got to try Bill Maher or Patrick Maher or somebody because uh, they're leaving points on the board. But nevertheless, that's pretty much been the only blemish that we have seen in the first half for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh 18 to nothing, absolutely dominant performance, and they score 27 seconds left. So Tampa not going to have time to do much. 246 yards. Dallas just went 91 yards. Mm -hmm. You know, playing the field position, and Dak drives them down there. Uh, uh, Dak's looked very good tonight. 15 of 20 for 181. They're running the ball okay, good enough, I would say, at 3.6 yards a carry, but. This is that, uh, you know, Todd Bowles going to going to regret that decision. Now, Tampa Bay does get the ball first in the second half, but big hole for Tom Brady and company. It is a very big hole for uh, Brady and the Bucks. This note from Todd Archer, ESPN's uh, NFL Nation Cowboys reporter, been covering the team since 1997. Brett Maher missed three PATs in the regular season. Yeah, he's missed three tonight. <laughs> I have to uh, give credit to one of my followers, Tim Stare at Tim Bow B O E forty on Twitter, because I was saying this is real time with Brett Maher, and Tim Stare sends to me new rule, go for two. <laughs> Very well done, Tim. That was that was good. I, this to me, I think as betters, and I think we should file this away for the second half with the flash props. If you're McCarthy, how do you have confidence in sending him out there for a regular field goal, let alone an extra point? 
Yeah, it, I it, mean, exactly. Notes like turnover on downs and turnover, like mm. those become live, I think, for the Cowboys drive result props. I think that's something, and those are typically around like plus 600 around there for the flash prop because usually punt is the favorite outcome or, or scoring drive or whatever is the favorite outcome. But if you could find like plus 500, plus 550 or something around that range for turnover on downs for the Cowboys, they've already shown you they have uh, the willingness to go for it on fourth mm-hmm. down. Now, as they've seen Maher miss three extra points, yes, I think that's a big deal. But then also conversely, Maybe that also allows the Cowboys to do more kind of aggressive play calling, knowing that, that they forces can't rely maybe on the Mike McCarthy to be a little bit aggressive yeah. as uh, Tampa Bay just trying to see if maybe Dallas will miss a tackle and they could bust a screen pass, but they're going to head to the locker room here down eighteen to nothing. And uh, oh, they caught timeout. Oh, they did. So maybe they'll try one heave. Uh, the missed extra points didn't put the first half total in play. I was just checking that twenty-two and a half was the consensus closer. Dallas minus one, minus one and a half. So easy cover there for Dallas. Uh, Last time Tom Brady got shut out in the uh, first uh, uh, half of a playoff game, 2001 against the Raiders. Was that the tough rule year? That was the tough rule game. game. So, 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 have the same so here we go. Uh, we put the omen out there, Femi. I mean, every you could go to last time this, last time that for the playoffs, and if it's Tom Brady, it always ends in a victory, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like last time this happened, and then Brady won the game. <laughs> like that's just who he is as a quarterback, because it's incomplete. They're on second and two. That'll bring up third and two. Fourteen seconds left. I, I mean, this guy's the boogeyman. Is what he is. Mm-hmm. He, he's Freddy Krueger. He's Jason Voorhees. He's the so, guy. He's the killer who can't be killed. So we're 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 gonna have to. You're you're assuming we're gonna have to cure the uh, Undertaker rising out of the casket, <laughs> I Jeff. Mean, honestly, or GIF. I, I would Jeff admit, GIF. I always at some up. point tonight. I'm sure that will be used. Yes, like I, I'm sure that GIF will be used at some point tonight. As uh, wow, the Bucks now have a chance to actually go get to in midfield. The field uh, uh, take a timeout. Got one chance for a heave here and. Uh, See if they uh, call a uh, pass interference in the end zone. That's basically what you're hoping for. Brett Maher, by the way, just to go back to that, he's only missed six PATs in four seasons as an yeah. NFL kicker. Look, even Justin yeah. Tucker is going to miss one every now and again, even though but usually it's blocked. Th- or usually three it's... and a half. Three and one half of football. Yeah. Yeah, like that's crazy. Well, well yeah, they're 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 going for two. I mean, the the line of the uh, Adam Sandler, the lonesome kicker song. They're going for two. <laughs> that's what they're gonna have to do. I mean, that's what they should be doing. If they're not doing that, then they're being irresponsible. As I think Dallas is gonna call a timeout just to get a look uh, to see what Tampa was doing there. Pro- producer Stephanie, uh, Stephanie Kamershack of. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Vison Final Countdown fame with Stormy Bonantani and Matt Brown, obviously a uh, New England Patriots fan and a Boston sports fan in general, and hence a Tom Brady fan, mm-hmm. fired the entire Bucks coaching staff at halftime and just let Brady rip. I mean, I feel like I, I think the, the latter is going to happen. I don't yeah. know. The former isn't going to happen, even though it probably should, to be honest with yeah. you, what I've watched of this team this year. But hasn't has this not been Tampa the, the entire year, though? Yes. Yes, it has. Like, first half, they kind of do negative EV type stuff. Wow, they can't even. Yeah. Wow, that was horrific. He's trying of all, to throw short and trying take, to get in a field goal range. How does that only take one second off the clock? Yeah, that, 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 that was that quick. That's that, some hometown. That is a home clock clock operator. That is some hometown nonsense right there. It was five seconds prior to that snap, and then he throws the ball an out route to, to mm. Mike Evans, and now there's four seconds on the clock. 
Yeah, that, I mean, he just apparently had a bazooka there. As a, Get now after this it. is going to be the last play. Tom Brady hit, arm was going forward, and uh, that half mercifully comes to an end for the Tampa Bay oh, Buccaneers. Oh, God. Is However... Parsons Please don't be hurt, Parsons. Yeah, he's he, he kind of a little gampy. Let's, oh, uh, let's see what this is, on. though. We will follow this during halftime. Oh, boy. But he is hobbling a little bit. Oh, boy. That could be that. That would be massive. Micah Parsons hobbling uh, as we go to the locker room. Cowboys are up 18-0 right now in this game. But Parsons is probably going to finish second. To Nick Bosa for defensive player of the year. He's one of the best defensive players mm -hmm. in all of football. He's the Cowboys elite pass rusher. If he can't go, that just adds more fuel to the comeback for the Bucks. If they were to get into a pass first, pass second, pass third kind of offense, that is uh, not good as they're showing Parsons on the broadcast. He's Walking off under his own power, but it looks like he's trying to stretch yeah. something out. I'm not sure if it's a calf. He, he's got to go. Got to go back to that locker room and put some Robitussin on it. Yeah, he he's walking like he's. I, I hopefully it's a cramp. I don't know what that is. Um, but at at the moment, if you're, if you're a Cowboys fan, a Cowboys better. Mm -hmm. That's chief concern right now is Michael yes. Parsons' health heading into the locker room. But it's 18 nothing as we'll start to see the market begin to populate here for these second half numbers. Um, it looks like. I'm seeing for the end game, the Cowboys are laying 14 and a half. So I guess you can kind of do the math there to see what the, the second thinking half thinking maybe we might see uh, Tampa minus four and a half, minus mm. five or something for the second half. But uh, I'm seeing it, the off the grid place that has three and then the total of 21 and a half. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to, usually they don't put, I mean, when I was going mm. by the end game number, usually they mm. don't put kind of like an odd, mm -hmm. a real oddball number like that, you know, that's kind of in the middle. They might want to take a stance one way or the other, but yeah. uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys eighteen to nothing, uh, just an easy peasy first half for these guys. Let me run down some stats while we wait for the numbers. Uh, Thirty nine total plays, two forty six, six point three a play <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. Thirty for one twenty, so only four yards mm -hmm. a play even for Tampa Bay. Dak fifteen to twenty one eighty one. Tom Brady eleven to twenty three for ninety six yards. Been pressured, hadn't been sacked, uh, just one sack. I think it was Vita Vea that got uh, yeah, was Dak a, in uh, the first half. Yeah, like the second drive of the game, I believe that was yeah. when Vea got that sack. Very few penalties, only two for 15 for Dallas, one for 15 for Tampa Bay. I mentioned this Craig Rolstad crew, third least penalties in the league. So, you know, it's been pretty clean so far. Dallas, 18 carries, 65 yards, 3.6 a run, seven for 124 for Tampa Bay, 3.4. That pretty much... It's been what it is all season for Tampa Bay. And now we are starting to see three and a half, pretty much universal mm -hmm. in the market. And I believe 21 and a half on the total. So 39 and a half, 40 for the end game. What's your uh, first kind of reaction when you see those numbers? Uh, probably not getting involved, but would lean a little bit Tampa. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be Tampa or nothing here. We'll break it down in full when we return here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. To sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We are at halftime, and halftime is game time here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Monday Night Football. Make sure to go to our Twitter page, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, so you can weigh in on America's second half bet of the night. And it's simple. You want to lay three and a half with the Bucks, take the three and a half with the Cowboys, or go over or under 
the 22 and a half. And it is pretty market. much three and a half universal. There were some threes mm-hmm. with some juice minus dollar 20, then went to 125, and then they got forced up to three and a half pretty much across the board. Is one shop showing four? I believe that is the win on, on the strip. Uh, but 22, the total uh, pretty much across the board is some a little bit of juice to that, though, now over minus 115, yeah. even some minus 120 right now. So no shocker really necessarily here that the favorite and the over are taking the money for the second half. It just feels – I'm sure it feels good for betters. <laughs> like, yeah. like, hey, what am I doing? Oh, I'm back in Tom Brady down 18 points. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and honestly, <laughs> and, and I'm not getting involved, but – that seems like the only way to play it is to play Tampa in the second what's, what's, half. What's holding you back from getting involved? Because I'm already in, and, and look, I'm in at a worse number anyway, mm-hmm. getting eight and a half on the teaser. So, you know, I, I don't like what I see out of Tampa Bay. I haven't liked what I saw out of them all year. That's why I bet them on the season wins total under, because I did not. There was just something about this team that just had some bad juju you know, right in training camp, Ryan Jensen gets hurt. By the way, Jensen is back He's tonight. Back, yeah. So Tampa Bay is as healthy as they've been. And look, Dallas, you know, maybe they were the the motivated favorite that a lot of people didn't see, you know, because there were a lot of people like Tampa Bay tonight, just mm-hmm. taking the points, not even teasing them up. I saw her money line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because Dallas, Dallas looks so bad. Yeah. Uh, last week in, in Washington, I, I, I'm glad they did. That sealed up my little season wins contest deal. <laughs> so, I, so I appreciated that because <laughs> I needed the commanders to win. But, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you do buy on weakness uh, a, a little bit with betting where you got to sell on strength and you got to buy on weakness. You know, it's just like a stock market. You know, whenever you hear all the financial analysts on the different networks saying, you know, sell on strength, buy on weakness and buying on weakness a little bit here for Dallas because Tampa was finally getting healthy. So it's like, okay, here are the Tampa Bay Bucks that, you know, their season win total was set at 11 and a half, which, you know, proved to be way too high. They're not coming back to that. Maybe they would have had enough for one game, but they're not. They, they, they were never that good. And you're seeing this. Why? Just because. You know, the offensive line's been been a little bit off kilter. The co- the coaching certainly has been off kilter yeah. pretty much all season long. Just that decision to punt on fourth and three, you know. And and I said this yesterday and I just I just tweeted it out a little while ago. You're gonna start to see fewer and fewer defensive coordinators get hired for these head coaching jobs because it's like it's not, you know, necessarily just the analytics, man. It's the style of the game. So it's just common sense. It's it's the way the game is played now. With all with all of these penalties that get called on the defense, these roughing the passers, the body weight, the illegal contact, more, you know, how many offensive PIs get called the defensive PIs, you know, not many. So everything favors the offense. And then plus You've watched what I've watched all weekend and even go back to last year, that Buffalo-Kansas City game, which I think we're going to find is going to be a seminal game over probably the next 10 to 15 years when they say a, a historic game that you remember because I think that changed the view of certain owners and certain general managers and certainly a lot of fans. you got to be able to do that. you got to have quarterbacks that can do that, that can, that can get you down the field really quickly. You just don't win. Not to say these games will never happen again, but you just don't win playoff games 13 to 10 anymore. 
It doesn't feel like you will, unless maybe the Steelers and Ravens can play in a playoff game yeah. in the future. I, I, <laughs> That'll I, I mean, I mean the, the, the late one came close, but even that game went over, you know, with a, a, a you know 98-yard uh, fumble return touchdown. Uh, I forget what was the guy's name. Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard from yeah. Ohio State. And then they, I, I heard the uh, Telemundo call, by the way, and he goes, adios. That's a great call. I was like, as great as Mike Tirico's was. Tirico's call was excellent. The adios was, was pretty darn good as uh, – they are showing the quarterback comparison right now, and it has been all Mr. Prescott tonight. Best he's played in probably about two, two and a half months at least. Yeah. I'll tell you, the game against the Eagles, I thought he played well. Yeah. Uh, despite the weird pick six that he had to yeah. Josh Sweat. But every game has been despite the pick six or despite an interception, despite yeah, this he, and that. he's been That clean. was the first clean game, half of football that he's played in a while, probably since that Vikings game in Minneapolis when I think the Cowboys probably just had like their 99th percentile performance and the Vikings might have had their one percentile performance, uh, thus the 40 to the three win. But I got involved, Wes, with the second half. I bet I laid three and a half with Tampa. Okay. Uh, I laid three and a half minus 120. Yeah, I got well, bad juice. Well, you're but... in a good position. Did you yeah. lay the number or did you lay the money line for the game uh, with no, Dallas? So so I laid the number with Dallas. I laid two and a half okay. with Dallas. Yeah. So this is a good middle for you. So, yeah. So I'm going to shoot for the middle. Also, I'm just like I've watched enough Cowboys games to know that mm -hmm. I don't think this is going to be easy. Mm -hmm. And you're going up against the greatest quarterback of all time. I think Tampa is going to be heard from before this thing is done. Yeah. Uh, whether that means the Cowboys win or the Bucks win, we shall see. I don't disagree. I mean, I said that was the only side I really could play, even though it seems like the obvious side. Yeah. But sometimes the obvious wins, and we saw it this weekend, especially on the totals, where it's like, man, you, you could tell how these totals are going to go. The sharp, the the quasi, the quote unquote sharps are going to come in on the unders for the second half, mm -hmm. and then there's like a defensive touchdown right away. And yeah. that, that Miami-Buffalo game was a perfect example. It's like, okay, here we go. And then you realize it's like I'm screwed already. And I'm yeah. just hanging on if you bet that second half under because, you know, you, you got to score. You got to score points to uh, win in these playoff games, even though we saw some unders late in the regular season. But right now, Tampa not doing a good job of that as there's a goose egg on the board to start the second half. It's funny that you brought up that uh, Dolphins-Bills second half. Because I bet the second half over 23. Because we had talked about mm -hmm. on Friday when we were doing our hey, in-game strategies for these games as Michael Parsons is actually on the field. So that's a good sign for Cowboys fans. We were talking about Bills-Dolphins and like, okay, like, hey, how do we go into this? All right, Buffalo gets up early and they get up big in-game under. And it was setting up like it was going to be that because mm -hmm. they were up 17-0. And I, I even tweeted out the, the Schwarzenegger gif of him kind of getting ready. Yeah. And all that stuff. I was like, me getting ready to bet the second half under. And then the whole thing flipped. And I was yeah. like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bet the over because I think that Miami showing that they could move the ball against kind of a suspect Bills defense. And then Buffalo was – they had explosive play after explosive play. Mm -hmm. And then we get the defensive touchdown to kind of kickstart it off, which was really nice. But I also bet the second half under in Ravens and uh, the Bengals, and that went atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> well, not atrocious. I guess it lost by twenty-one. And, uh, and a three and a three and out here for Tampa Bay is wow. now uh, they have to send the punt team on the field. And look, Tom Brady. To be fair, I'm putting it all on the coaches, but Tom Brady's been off tonight. Yeah. He, he's he's absolutely been off here. He's uh, I think he's trying to hit. Is that uh, the Godwin? It looked yeah, like. it's Godwin well, over the middle. Probably got to catch that football. I think it looked like it. Yeah, I mean a little like, bit, a little bit of a hold there. Yeah, there was, and and that was hold. not called. So uh, we'll take it. Camarda is going to uh, come back out to punt for Tampa Ooh, Bay. Ooh, that was almost yeah, blocked. Yeah, again, almost blocked. Now, uh, 
Is there going to be one of those? Uh, did, did Kamara flop like the he, uh, Bengals punter did last night? I was surprised night? he didn't. He like stepped out of the way because he didn't want to yeah. fall down. I, I, that Bengals punter. Yeah, I was no, he to... he was going down like he was Vlade Divac. I was like, this is some World Cup level embellishment that yeah. we're seeing from this and, guy. And, and, I know, and I know the Ravens guy clipped his shin, but I did not like that call It last was night. so bad. I didn't like that call. And then the second time he, he tried, tried to, to do, do it, it again. Yeah. I was like, get this guy out of here. And then and then eventually they were like, eh, you're not going to fool us again. You already fooled us one time. By the way, uh, the in-game line now at DraftKings, Dallas minus 16 and a half, uh, waiting on a total here. Minus $13 on the money line, plus 750. 39 and a half now your current total. Also, on the injury front here for the Dallas Cowboys, Jason Peters started at left tackle for Dallas, has been ruled out with a hip injury. The rookie, Tyler Smith, started at left guard. He's going to kick out to mm-hmm. left tackle where he played much of the season. Connor McGovern, who they were using as kind of like the extra blocker there for the jumbo package. Now he slides into left guard. So yeah. a little bit of shuffling for an offensive line that I feel like has been shuffling quite a bit all throughout this season here. But uh, Jason Peters is out for this game with that hip injury. It'll be McGovern at left guard and Tyler Smith at left tackle. Maybe that hurts Dallas a little bit in the run game with Hicks and Vea in that middle there. Mm -hmm. Uh, McGovern, not as strong, uh, not as much power. So I could see those guys, especially Vea, maybe capitalizing that in the the passing game. Perhaps maybe he uh, goes ahead and pushes the pocket. But the Dallas Cowboys, when we return, will have the football up 18 early on here in the third quarter. That does it for hour number one. Hour number two, more Monday Night Football here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 